It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. All right. Welcome, everybody, to this uh, episode. Uh, before we get started today, I want to talk about uh, one of our favorite sponsors, and that's the... Uh, the people at After School All-Stars. After School All-Stars serves over 200 and I believe 250,000 kids that would be uh, stuck at home. Uh, they get to attend these after school programs for free. They get help with their homework. They get help uh, uh, staying off the streets. And, and it's a fantastic program. And it was uh, founded by my friend Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, you can go to afterschoolallstars.org, afterschoolallstars.org, and get involved, contribute, uh, see how you can get uh, help them. But it's a great program, and it benefits um, lower-income, at-risk students, and it's a fantastic program. So please check them out. Um, today, I have uh, uh, Ed Donnelly on the show uh, from being a registered nurse working in a hospital burn unit to crossing over into the medical sales, Ed Connolly has found his niche in the CBD industry. His extensive medical background combined with his business experience paved the way for Armor CBD and producing the very first, check this out, the very first FDA registered CBD cream. I'm excited to have him on the show. Ed Connolly, welcome to the program. Good morning, Bert. How are you? Good, good. And, and it's, Ed, uh, it's Ed Donnelly. Ed Donnelly. What did I say? Connolly, which is great. You know, they're, they're a nice family. And, <laughs> and it's Amore. Amore. Oh, did I say? Oh, it is Amore. I'm sorry. Amore. Amore. <laughs> well, you know, English is my second language, so I apologize. Uh, that's not one, but two little, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, faux pas uh, so uh, so close together, so I apologize. But uh, Amore CBD, which is actually better, uh, I think. It's it's, uh, it's a very memorable name. So, so walk us through this. Here you are. You went from registered nurse to uh, selling to now um, in the CBD industry. So can I give us the register? Reader's Digest version of how you made these steps. Absolutely, Bert. Uh, again, I was the son of a mailman, uh, Levittown, New York, and uh, went and was a nurse and absolutely loved it. Worked in a burn center in New York, which uh, is not a place for the faint of heart, but I had greater ambitions in terms of lifestyle, uh, not to belittle uh what I was making as a nurse, but I, I was ambitious. And um, so I went to business school, went into medical sales, uh, registered nurse with an MBA, medical sales, did great, uh, fast-tracked, ended up in general management with companies, ultimately became the CEO of three different companies, the last one being a public company. And so I ran that for a number of years, was very, very lucky and uh, did well, and so uh, I retired. And uh, fast forwarding to CBD, my wife took a fall. My wife had a history of uh, chronic back issues all throughout her life, 
She took a fall, injured herself pretty severely. Uh, the only things the doctors could offer her for pain were opioids. Uh, she did not want that. So I went out looking and I found CBD. And we found CBD creams uh, and they worked tremendously for her. The pain relief was astounding. The problem was they, uh, they had a terrible odor. They were greasy and ruined clothing. And then, you know, maybe the greatest thing was they had THC. And uh, that was greatly concerning. So given my history as a CEO of medical device companies and FDA background, I went out and developed my own Amore cream. And, uh, and that's the Cliff Notes version of it. it. It is, as you said, FDA registered. Because when I got into this, I found out these products needed to be FDA registered, but nobody's doing it. Right. Why? why? Because it costs a lot of money. The next question is, why isn't the FDA cracking down on them? They were close to it, and then this thing called COVID hit. <laughs> the FDA has their hands full. They're right. CBD. But, but it's coming. But, you know, the... The single greatest thing was this THC. That was the alarming factor. Here in Chicago, where I live, we have stories where school bus drivers are taking CBD and suddenly testing positive for THC and losing their job. Even though it's allowed to have 0.3%, I said I want zero. I told my scientists, 0.0000, nada, nothing. And so that's really the highlight of all of our products. We have creams, we have gummies, we have tinctures. They're all the highest grade USA hemp, but they have no THC. And we went to the FDA for the cream. Uh, so it's, it's FDA registered, not FDA approved. Right. There's a difference, clinical testing and things like that. But FDA registered, it's the good housekeeping seal of approval. It, sure. Let's people know that it's safe. You can use it uh, with a lot of comfort, and uh, and that's that's the long story short. You know what? And it's uh, first of all, I think it's great that uh, you've had a problem uh, and you turn that problem into a profit. I think that's what entrepreneurs really do is uh, we are problem solvers, uh, problem solver for a profit. <laughs> and, uh, you and know, you can, you you can, know, do, go you ahead. can do well by doing good. Yes, yes. And, and uh, you know, sometimes I think that our government, uh, all governments, not just our government, but governments in general need to take that same approach. Uh, but either way, uh, you know, let's talk about the CBD industry as a whole. Uh, you've already mentioned the fact that uh, a lot of these CBD products, uh, you know, they might smell or, um, you know, they might have some THC in it. Um, the other thing that I have found with a lot of these CBD products, it's really hit and miss. Sometimes you come across a, C a CBD brand that is extremely effective, but I want to say 80% of them are not effective. They, they they, it seems like there, you know, there is this mad dash, the the money grab, right? Everything's got CBD in it, and you you really don't know what you're getting. So, 
Talk about uh, you know, when you started putting this uh, this brand together, Amour CBD, um, besides no THC, what else were some of the things that you wanted to deliver to your customers? Well, you, you hit the nail on the head, Bert. What I wanted, when I started out, I was in the exact same place as you. I could see CBD in a gas station for $9.99, and I looked at it, and, uh, and I did some research, and the, the hemp was coming from Russia or China, and uh, I did some reading and found out there were solvents and metals and other chemicals in these things. It scared the, the bejesus out of me. Uh, so I started out sort of with a framework, you know, Ed Donnelly does CBD right, Ed Donnelly, the CBD you can trust. That was, that was my starting point. How do we get trusted? And then I've settled in. I had a doctor tell me when I sat and showed him what we had, which is, you know, USA broad spectrum, only grown in the U.S., no THC. You know, he looked at it and he said, Ed, what you've really done here is you've done a medical grade CBD. And he hit, he's exactly right. We are, again, FDA registered, did it all to develop a medical grade product that your audience and all consumers can trust. Because I'm like you, I, I see it in gas stations and it frightens me to ingest that. And I know from from me being in the industry now, I think you're right. 80% of it may be garbage. It's the Wild West out there. It's, yeah. It's who do you trust? I, I saw an advertisement this morning. It was meant to be comedic, but it wasn't. And the guy says, you know, he made the statement, CBD does not contain THC. That's wrong. Now, the government has described it as containing 0.3% THC. And the people say, well, since it has virtually no CBD, you can say it has virtually no. Well, that's BS. You right. Know, if, if I'm allergic to penicillin, I don't want to take something that has virtually none. You know, I want none. So we set out to do the one you could trust. We're not the least expensive. We are without a doubt the best. We went through we went through the FDA to to have that good housekeeping seal of approval. And I thank that doctor for coining the phrase that we were, we were medical grade. Uh, I did this. I did this because I saw there was a place for it. My wife needed it. Uh, I was successful before this, uh, but this has been a lot of fun and our business is doing great because we have not had, knock on wood, we haven't had a single complaint, not one, and we're selling thousands. Uh, we're, we're blessed with this. We're, we're doing it right. Right. And so let's talk about the, uh, the, uh, the CBD. So what's the benefit for a consumer taking CBD versus THC, you know, when – uh, so, so yeah, talk about CBD. Why is CBD good, and uh, and what you found to be some of the benefits of using CBD? Great, great questions, Bert. You obviously prepared well. Uh, but let's go from a science perspective. Scientifically, our CBD cream 
the delivery of a pain-relieving CBD cream like ours with lidocaine. The lidocaine opens the pores. You rub it. You rub it on your hands. I have arthritis in my hands. The lidocaine delivers the CBD to my joints. And the science is that CBD contains 30 times, three zero times, the anti-inflammatory properties of, say, Advil and Tylenol and some of the other topical uh, creams. CBD has 30 times the anti-inflammatory. That's why people can use the cream and very quickly, very quickly feel relief. Again, my wife used the substandard product, but felt relief. It works that well. 30 times inflammation reduction. So the cream is is a proven scientific winner. The oils, whether it's under your tongue, the gummies, we have pills, that's a little bit more anecdotal. There's no science other than doctors publishing white papers and making observations that the oil ingested helps with relaxation, anxiety, sleep. That's all anecdotal, but I can tell you that we have a lot of people swearing that the CBD, especially during these pandemic times, have been a tremendous ally to them uh, in managing their anxiety. It's, again, people who are maybe prone to be anxious when they're under the stress of the anxiety, it becomes more than they can handle in their traditional ways. CBD has anecdotally been proven, but nobody's done the work to say, what does it do in the brain that affects relaxation? But people swear by it. And, sure. and I've, I've taken it just to try it. And, and I have found it to be relaxing. I, I'm lucky I don't suffer from anxiety, but I do sleep better when I take it. So rather than taking melatonin, I, I take some CBD. Sure. And, and you know what? Uh, just, just on that alone, uh, you know, we have a, uh, a society uh, that is uh, sleep deprived. Because of the pandemic, we might be getting more sleep. But as you mentioned, a lot of people are more anxious as well. So there's a trade off. But I think that anything that is not uh, habit forming uh, that will allow us to sleep, I think, is, is worth experimenting and trying to see what kind of results you get. I can tell you that I have tried some CBD and uh for sleep and it does help especially you know and and, and it doesn't uh it doesn't work at least on me it didn't work like let's say a, a sleeping pill uh, yeah, yeah. a sleeping pill might work in like 10 or 15 20 minutes the cbd took a little bit longer to for me to feel that relaxation but i have to agree with you it does help you in the sleep and uh uh and so I think that for those individuals who are out there and they're and they're ready to cautiously test the water, um, you know, not only is the cream, like you said, uh, beneficial, but you might have the side effect of relaxation as well. And um, you mentioned that besides the cream, you guys also produce oils. And is that correct? Or uh, go ahead. Yeah, we have we have all, so, so the cream delivers CBD to the joints. The oils, people take CBD oil for the relaxation, the sleep. They can get the oil either by putting drops under their tongue. We have a couple strengths of that. 
Some people don't like to do that, so they can take it via a pill, like an Advil gel tab. And then there are smaller doses of uh, gummies, where people chew the gummies throughout the day. In fact, the golfers tell me it helps them relax and improves their putting. Uh, <laughs> if, if they think so, then they should chew gummies. But yes, that's oil can be delivered in a number of different ways, and it's all equally effective. Under the tongue is faster, but we're talking minutes. Right, right. Uh, all right, so uh, let's see. I wanted to ask you about this, uh, uh, the uh, giveaway uh, that you're doing with first responders. I don't know if that's an, uh, is an ongoing program, but talk about uh, what you're doing with first responder. It looks like your brother, who was a firefighter, Oh my! And gave his life during 9/11. So uh, uh, hats off and, and uh, thank you to your brother there. Uh, but uh, talk about the first what you're doing for first responders. Well, as you mentioned in the beginning, I, I'm a registered nurse, worked in a burn center, uh, had its moments of excitement and anxiety. So I have a a brief, uh, or I have somewhat of a, a feel for what the nurses and doctors are going through. And then, you know, because of my brother and all, I just have a soft spot for first responders. So nurses, doctors, firefighters, uh, our promo is still going on. They can go to our website, amorecbd.com, A-M-O-U-R-C-B-D.com. And if they put in uh, amorecbd2020 in the promo code, they can have a free product. Just pick one out, whatever they want, and they can have a free product. It's just our little way of giving back and saying thank you. And just and just to be clear, that's Amore 2020? Amore CBD 2020. Okay. I'm going to put this up here on the screen so everybody can see that. And, in um, fact, I'm going to look at, yes, Amore CBD 2020 is the promo code. All right. So free product. And CBD 2020 is the promo code. There it is, Amore CBD 2020. And you can go to amorecbd.com uh, to get that. Um, and so I think that's a fantastic, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not only is that a, a great service that you're doing for these first responders, uh, but it's also a great way to, uh, as from a marketing standpoint of view, um, a great way to test the product, get some valuable feedback, because let me tell you, if it's going to help a nurse, a police officer, a firefighter uh, deal with some of the stuff that they deal with, to me, that's that's a fantastic uh, testimonial. Well, and, and of course, of course, I'm doing it for the right reasons. Sure. We have all of our, our customers come back and they buy more. So I'm a big fan of the lifetime value of a customer. But really, this wasn't about the, the monetary aspect. This is genuinely, I'm giving back. I'm, I'm, I'm a lucky guy, and uh, I'm just a lucky guy. And, you know, before we went on this, I heard your beautiful grandson in the background making a racket. You apologized. I thought it was great. Uh, Amore, the name Amore came from my granddaughter. She's 10 years old. She's had two heart transplants. Oh my goodness. Two heart transplants at 10. So I think of her every day and I think in terms of a more. So yeah. 
involved. So that's where the name came from. It, it fell to me one day, and so this is for Olivia. And uh, so, as we said, you can do well by doing good. I, I encourage your listeners to uh, to try our products. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, let, you know, you, uh, I'm glad you, you brought up uh, uh, the term, the, the lifetime value of a customer. And I think this is something that a lot of people uh, aren't familiar with. And so I want to take a couple of minutes and talk about the lifetime value of a customer. So right now, uh, if a what 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 are you what does it cost you to acquire that customer, and then what is the expected lifetime value of your customer? Great questions. And and Bert, when I was running big companies, I I spent a lot of money to find out those answers. Uh, here uh, we haven't staffed up to that level, but I, you know I will bet you if I had to, uh, probably every customer acquisition. Oh, man, it, it wouldn't shock me if it was five hundred to a thousand dollars. I mean, we're spending a lot of money. I, I'm losing money for the first two years of the business. Uh, but I think the lifetime value of a customer in this category, uh, you know, is probably you know twenty to twenty five thousand uh, dollars. So if you think that you're spending a thousand to uh, to get 25,000 of lifetime participation, that's a good trade-off. Uh, and you would do that all day long as a business guy. Uh, I guess I'm being a little bit more loosey-goosey on this. There's this, we're having fun. Sure. Good. It started out for my wife. It's named after my granddaughter. Uh, I'm an old retired guy, somewhat retired, you know, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not being the jerk that I once was with the analytics, but yeah. probably right. It's probably, we're, we're losing money now because we're doing so much with advertising and things of that nature. But well, and that's, and that's, and that's normal when, when you're first starting off. I mean, right now, um, I don't know how accurate this is, but Coca-Cola who's been around over a hundred years is one of the highest recognized brands in the world is still spending approximately, I think it was like $127 to acquire a customer. And similar to your, to you, it takes them about 18 months to recoup that $127. But the lifetime value of that customer is, again, some, somewhere in the neighborhood of like $10,000 or something like that. Yeah. So uh, this is just one of those things that a lot of, you know, for, for those entrepreneurs who are listening today, this is something that these are one of the fundamental numbers that that you should really look at because it allows you to understand um, you know what it's really costing you to acquire a customer or how much you can spend to acquire a customer because if the lifetime value of your customer is a thousand dollars then you probably don't want to spend more than about four or five hundred dollars to acquire that customer so I just wanted to uh, drop that in there for our entrepreneurs um, and so uh, back to AmoreCBD.com, AmoreCBD.com. When did you guys launch? We launched, uh, this is 2020. It's been a long year. Uh, we launched in 2018. And so, okay, you launched in 2018. And do you expect to stay just as a dot-com e-commerce type of establishment, or are you going to try to also go to the retail market space? You know, we, I think we'll eventually end up in the retail space. Uh, 
um, and we're talking to folks there. You know, right now we're we're focused on the doc on, on our website, and we actually have, we have a military website called Stars with a Z, Stars and Stripes CBD.com. So you know, right now we are um, right now we're focused on the web and our e-commerce site and our social media and all the you know the retailers. That's a higher level of commitment. They beat you up on price. Uh, you have to have a lot of inventory. You have to be willing to uh, do it on consignment. Uh, you know that that's a different game. Uh, I've done it before. I know how to do it. That's why I haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you know what? And you're being smart about it. I mean, first of all, the retail market is a lot more expensive. It's uh, uh, or less profitable, I should say. And, and they like to tie up your money for 60, 90, even 120 days. A lot of people don't know that. You know, so hey, you get this million dollar, uh, this million dollar PO from Walmart. That's exciting. But now Walmart doesn't want to pay you for three or four months. That's not as exciting. And uh, and then of course there there are the uh, returns that might happen. That's not as exciting either. So I'm with you. I would rather build my brand on the e-commerce site first, and then decide if I want to deal with the headache of the retail. Uh, it can be good, obviously, but it can also have multiple headaches. And you know, when you're like you and I, who are semi-retired, you know, sometimes uh, working less is better than uh, more profit and working more. So it's 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 that balance thing. And, and how big do you want to be? And how big is big enough? And, you know, in many ways, it's a lifestyle business, but we're, we're, we're helping our customers. We know our customers, even though they order online. I can't tell you how many call us to thank us. And uh, we establish a relationship with our customer. And there's nothing better than that. Um, Absolutely. I mean, ultimately, whether it's e-commerce or retail, it is about establishing that that relationship. The great thing about e-commerce is I think that it is the fast track for uh, establishing a relationship, uh, because when you do the retail thing, you may not really know that you have a customer until a year or two down the road. Uh, unless they, you know, unless they contact you and, and, and maybe give you a, a what do you call it, a, a review or something. But. I like having that instant connection with my customer. You know that they just bought from you. You can send them an email. You can call them. You can send them a postcard. It's instantaneous. There's so many ways of communicating with them and so important. Uh, we're out of time, but I wanted to I wanted to throw your website up here uh, one more time. Uh, it's AmoreCBD.com, AmoreCBD.com. And um, for first-time responders, they're, they're having a special giveaway to first-time responders. And if you use the, the promo code Amore CBD twenty twenty upon your checkout, you can check out for free. That's Amore CBD twenty twenty. Uh, you can get that uh, as a first responder. I think that's a fantastic offer. And um, Ed Donnelly, <laughs> Ed Donnelly, uh, I want to thank you so much for. Uh, uh, for being here and and, uh, and uh, sharing your time with us and, and letting us know about uh, a more CBD um, and uh, I, I just um, <laughs> I pressed the wrong button here. So anyway, um, uh, Ed, 
thank you so much uh, for stopping by and, and uh, letting us know about what you're doing. Give that beautiful grandson a hug, Bert, and stay safe. And uh, it's really been a joy to talk to you today. All righty. Thank you so much. Take care.